Spirits of French Lick is proud to introduce the Lee Sinclair Four Grain Bottled and Bond Bourbon. This four-year-age, double-pot distilled, non-chill filtered bourbon has creamy, round, and lifting notes with caramel and vanilla, followed by apple, mint, graham cracker, and ginger, as well as cardamom. The finish is slightly French walnut, resolving the sweet, fruity, almost ground cherry and white pepper. Our spirits are available for tasting and purchase inside the French Lick Winery and Distillery. Spirits of French Lick. Respect the grain. Please enjoy responsibly. Spirits of French Lick is proud to introduce the Maddie Gladden Bottled and Bond Bourbon. This four-year-aged bourbon is double-pot distilled and non-chill filtered and has a full-bodied mouthfeel with eucalyptus, molasses, clove, ginger, and slight citrus as well as grains of paradise. The finish is long and reappearing on the back of the tongue with notes of pepper, tobacco leaf, and mint cream. All of our spirits are available for tasting and purchase inside the French Lick Winery and Distillery. Spirits of French Lick, respect the grain, please enjoy responsibly, and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. another edition of our podcast of the scotchy bourbon boys i'm tiny this here is super nash and we also have whiskey and i have just timed out <laughs> god darn it uh and and uh i will it, we've been having a little bit of issues here tonight with the podcast as far as connecting up but here, here we are again. We're back here. Here's Super Nash. Here's Whiskey. Uh, welcome back to the podcast again. Uh, what? Right. So, w- what's going to happen on Facebook Live? Well, what's going to happen is you'll keep running without me, and then on the podcast, the recording part of the podcast, I'll keep running without you guys. So you guys will have to hold up that end of the bargain, and I'll have to hold up the other end of the bargain. Which uh, I think you guys can handle it, right? You there, whiskey? Did you guys lock up again? All right, I gotta figure out this. Uh, I gotta get off. I, I'm just gonna have to dump the Wi-Fi on or the what you call it on my phone. It's like technical difficulties tonight are just uh, bizarre. We got it running, and then we did the intro, and now all of a sudden, here we go. I'm just waiting for those guys to come back. We are going to be talking about Kentucky Bourbon Festival tonight. But uh, with that said, we've, we're shared on Facebook and we keep going. So this meeting is going and I'm waiting for them to come back up and I am going to no, hit my Here we go. I'm yep. going to be going to my Wi-Fi settings, turning those off on my phone. How about that? I still can Bluetooth everything. You guys are going to have to monitor... Uh, you're gonna to have to monitor the Facebook comments because I'm the, I'm completely off. Hoping that now yeah. my bandwidth can handle this. I'm not sure. I've got everything shut off. It just keeps going down. Uh, it could be AT and T being a little bit effed up tonight. I don't know. But yeah, there were just a bunch of comments about blue loofahs and things like that. So yeah, feel, I didn't think- feel free to do that. But anyways, uh, we're the Scotchy Bourbon Boys, www.scotchybourbonboys.com for all things Scotchy Bourbon Boys. Uh, we are going to be at the Bourbon on the Banks, and we are going to be sending, yep, we are going to be sending selling merchandise. And I've just, one of the things that we just introduced, uh, we've got these little refrigerator magnets, the Scotchy Bourbon Boys. It's a wooden thing. 
and it sticks to your refrigerator, but it's also a bottle opener. So those will be for sale at the Scotchy, but we also will have... Have you used yours yet? As far as a bottle opener? I used one, and then it uh, disappeared, you know, completely. uh, It went... Someone else ended up with it, so I don't know where it went, but... Uh, it used to be hanging on my my bedroom refrigerator. Was mine this past weekend, uh, opening some bottles uh, out on the deck while I was grilling. Yeah, it's and pretty it's- nice, ain't it? Yeah, it'll stick to the grill too. Not as hot as my grill was. <laughs> I should have though, because you know what I'm going to do with mine? I'm going to burn the edges of it to char. Yeah, you could do that. Level two char. Yeah, give so it I in- should have stuck it to the grill that day. Yep, and then <laughs> I would have got the level two char. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got the Scotchy Burby Boys Glen Cairns that will be for sale. Plus, now in a combo group, you'll be able to purchase a Glen Cairn uh, holder, official Glen Cairn holders. Uh, I don't think I could get this off. I'm not even going to try. I got too much other stuff. I have to take off a hat and my headphones, and, and that's just too much for me, right? That's an is official that Glen Cairn holder. Got you, Bourbon Boy Glen Cairn holder, or is that a three chord Glen? No, no, this is official. We've got them. We purchased them. They're just Glen. Uh, we didn't get the, the. We're in the process of buying the ones with the logos on it, our logo on it. But we actually right. were able to get a uh, multiple dozen uh, of uh, multiple. You know that is messed up. But anyways, multiple dozens mm-hmm. of uh, the official Glen Cairn. It it has the Glen Cairn. You know, it's got the Glen Karen logo and everything on it. Yeah, plus we're going to have Scotchy Bourbon Boy t-shirts. We are stocked up for that. We'll be selling the t-shirts. So uh, at Bourbon on the Banks, you know, you need to, if you're in the area. I had several people ask me at the Bourbon Festival about the t-shirts and all that, but uh, I did tell them that they would be available at the Bourbon on the Banks. So uh, everybody that asked me at Kentucky uh, Bourbon Festival about the t-shirts, Get down to uh, Bourbon on the Banks in Frankfort this Saturday, October 7th, in Frankfort, Kentucky. And you can pick up those uh, Scotchy Bourbon Boys t-shirts that you asked me about. Yeah, I'm going to go full screen here. All right, much better. Um, There we go. Uh, So, tonight's podcast. All right, so everybody knows they can find us on all the major, uh, you know, podcast formats, plus Instagram, YouTube, uh, X and Facebook. So, you know, check us out there. We're, we are um, pretty much enthralled in all those in, in those four mediums. And it's been pretty exciting, uh, doing pretty well. Facebook is really coming through. And then also YouTube is starting to go. So we're really starting to put out some good content there. But uh, like Z Top said, we're nationwide and uh, now we're becoming worldwide. There you go. So, you know, so what What I want to talk about first is... Like the Catalina wine mixer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what this is going to be. Uh, well, actually, you could say the Kentucky Bourbon Festival is the Catalina wine mixer because it is the premier bourbon festival. But uh, let's talk about what happened at uh, Kentucky Bourbon Festival. This is our first live podcast back in the studio in a while, um, season four started, or, you know, at, uh, actually season five started. This is our fifth season. season. Five, we started yeah. uh, our first, yeah. So se- season five started in, uh, at the beginning of uh, Kentucky Bourbon Festival. So all this season, can you know. I inter- what? Can I interrupt this commercial for an actual announcement? What would be your announcement? Absolutely. I didn't hear our theme song play. Then you weren't paying attention. No, you <laughs> held your phone up, but then you froze. Yeah, it was. It started to play, and then it froze. Yeah, but it played on the audio, so we're all good. It's like, yeah, it might have froze, but at the same time, don't worry. The audio is playing for this, and, you know. No, actually, the theme, I, I didn't. That's weird because you guys were there and I, I introduced you and then I froze right after I introduced you guys. Can I just uh, maybe just proffer up since this is a special edition 
like kind of bourbon festival wrap up uh, bourbon on the banks kind of intro that maybe we should have a special theme song tonight. Oh no. You got one ready? Yeah, I'm sure he does. <laughs> it's probably has to do with SpongeBob would be my guess. Cause you know, well, hit it whiskey. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Okay. That was, uh, that was Jeff. What was me? You didn't just hear that? No, we did not hear anything. Oh, I didn't. No. Nah. Yeah, we're not really hearing it. We can hear you. We can hear you, but we're not hearing the music. <laughs> Hang on. You got you got like three thirty two seconds left. Let's go. Well, you now this is no, we can't. Yeah, no. Nope. God bless noise canceling technology. There you go. There are certain things that doesn't pick up. You know what I mean? I'm sure it would have been something fun. I could just imagine whatever you were trying to do. It was using an ACDC. (laughs) Why isn't it coming across? I mean, I could probably get that up pretty damn quick. You know what I mean? Because it's in my, my, uh, I just go to share screen. And get it out. You can see video on it. Not, but anyways, uh, let's, uh, you know, Kentucky Bourbon Festival uh, this year and compared to the years in the past, uh, it was different. There's no doubt about it. From a, the, the podcasting standpoint, uh, there wasn't as much opportunity for us to podcast at the festival. You know, so we did a lot of videos. Now, Here's one, and I've, I haven't told you, Whiskey, this yet, but uh, everybody's going to have, for Bourbon on the Banks, we're going to ask a specific question. And each person using their technology is going to go out and consistently ask this question, and then we're all going to put it, uh, and you saw you each one of you uh, accepted the shared uh, file folder in your email, and so we need the pictures up from Kentucky Bourbon Festival from that, and then we also need... The pictures up from uh, Bourbon on the Banks, and when we shoot these videos, this is the way we'll all be able to share. I need the uh, the files from Kentucky Bourbon Festival. As soon as you guys can get them up, just you, all you got to do is connect to that folder folder and dump them in off your phone. But we are going to be making a book uh, from it that each one of you guys will get, and we're gonna. So we want to take the best of the pictures that everybody took and put it into a book. So that's what we're going to be doing there. Do, uh, do we get to pick the question we asked, Jeff? You are going. To, we are going to vote on it. You have to have your question ready on Saturday, and we're all going to vote on one. It's like everybody can have their question of what they're going to ask. Um, what happened? Uh, Kenny from Bourbon Pursuit was asking everybody what uh, at at Kentucky Bourbon Festival and made a really bunch of cool reels. He made a, a nice little short video uh, of uh, he was asking everybody, including the distillers and the people, what was the most over what's the most overrated bourbon? And that was what they asked. And it was kind of cool how he put it all together, some people and what people thought and what they had. So it was kind of cool. So, again, I've lost them again. So, what I'm going to do real quick, uh, there we go. So, on the podcast, I am going to open up a bottle. And the bottle I'm opening is the Ambassador 86. I don't understand how I don't have enough. I just don't understand how I don't have enough bandwidth all of a sudden to be able to do. uh, I'm just, it's just. At this point, I'm just going to have to kick everybody off we my internet. We know that it worked out perfect, and we we carried the show. Uh, and Kenny uh, said that uh, he asked the question: uh, "What was the most overrated bourbon uh, this you know this year?" Right? Yeah. So that would be pretty cool. So. Yeah, and then, uh, but. I'm let's get to some of these bourbons. Uh, one of the cool yeah. things about the festival this year, the Kentucky Bourbon Festival, was 100% the releases compared to years before. This was wow. there last year, we got a taste, but this year we got a slam of it. You look right now, um, you can't see it on the audio, but uh, you got Super Nash here 
bottle of Little Book. He's got his Ambassador 86 back there. He's got his uh, Baker's 12. He's got Elijah Craig, Barrel Proof, two of them. He's got two uh, Heaven Hill um, Selects. He's got the Hardens Creek uh, Boston. The third, the third in the series, the 17-year-old Boston batch. And he's got uh, two Curlies. He's got the Elijah, Elijah Craig, Craig 18. 18 year, two Curlies. Uh, a Knob Creek 18 year. Yep, Knob Creek 18 was released. Little Book 7. That was released and signed by Fred and Freddie No. Yep. Yep. They were signing. Uh, so you're talking about, I mean, Baker's, Baker's 13. I, these are all releases that are almost impossible to get uh, through. I mean, the Baker's 13 was a distillery release. Now, the private yeah, selection from Heaven yeah, Hill. Last year, Heaven Hill released one, one select stock. This year, they released two Heaven Hill select stocks. They released a 13-year bourbon, and they released an eight-year, and this one was finished in Chequapin, uh, uh finished barrel for two years, and then they released this eight-year uh, select stock rye, and it was uh, finished in air-dried Chequapin uh, barrels, too. Yeah, I stayed away from the rye. Wait a minute. The eight-year-old rye finished in another two years. It, yeah, it was finished in Yeah, the, 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 the bourbon was 13 yeah. years. It was a 13-year-old yeah. bourbon, and the rye was and a was an eight. eight, eight was, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, what 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 did you get, uh, whiskey? What what was your premier bottle that you thought that you were happy to get from this? You know, I know you were buying a lot for the charity, but uh, what were what did you get for yourself? I got a uh, bottle of Jim Beam Extra Age Black Label. That was that was pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's really hard to not find on the shelf all these times, right? Yeah, you didn't get that. It's like, what did you get? I actually did buy that while we were down there. Why? It's like you could buy that at Giant Eagle. <laughs> What's the purpose of buying? Why did you have to drive that across the country? I needed a twenty dollars shelfer for the tasting uh, that I was that we did last week. Ah, so it was a little bit cheaper down there. You know what? It was. This um, is a so special hey, you know podcast. What? Um, I'll tell you what. Hands down, Jeff, for me, the best bottle um, was Rare Perfection Fifteen. Yeah. Even though it's technically a Canadian whiskey, I mean, um, that that stuff was super good. Everything. Uh, and it was. It was. I think everything at Preservation was super good. I mean, Rare Perfection 15 was like top of the line, but tasting all the other, tasting through their other, although you were tasting and putting it up against Rare Perfection 15, it wasn't, some of them weren't standing up. But when you're talking about Rare Perfection 15, I actually think it's one of the better bourbons I've ever tasted in my life. Or not bourbons, but whiskey. That was two, that was two more yep. bottles. That I I picked up that uh, I didn't even didn't even pull out here that was really nice. I picked up that old man winter old man winter rare uh, the uh, bourbon reservation yeah, which was like a sixteen year and then the sixteen year old uh, blend that they had that I can't think of the name of it now, and that was that was pretty doggone nice too. Yeah, I got um, that. You know what I was pleasantly surprised by? What's I that? was pleasantly surprised by, um, and thanks to CT, when we were at Heaven Hill, I picked up a bottle of the Five Brothers that was there, Jeff. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's super stuff. good. I love Five yeah, Brothers. For a high proof, that stuff was super good. No, Five Brothers is a really good. There's, there's a couple. drinking on that for a couple of years. Um, Master Keep at Evan Williams. That's one of my favorite two that I pick up. So you're opening up your Boston batch of Hardin Creek. I am going to open up now. That one of the cool. Are you going to open up that bottle of Fighting Cock that you got there at uh, Heaven Whiskey? Hill? Whiskey's going to yeah. open that. He got Fighting Cock and cor- and Mellow Corn. He picked up, and oh, then yeah. I think he got some J T S Brown right there. Whiskey. 
Uh, Anyways. Uh, this is a special 17-year-old Hards Creek Boston batch. I'm going to pour it in my Scotchy Bourbon Boys Crystal Glen Karen. Well, listen to this. This is my my bottle I bought of uh, Antonio Freeman has his own celebrity line. It's an eight-year Luca Mariano uh, master blender. Uh, Jennifer Brandt is, uh, came up with this. Uh, and Antonio was at the at the festival signing bottles. He signed this bottle for me, um, Too Tiny from Free. He said that's the first time he ever uh, signed that that way. Now you have, I also have one where he signed it, Antonio Freeman 86, like the one that you have there, Super Nash. Yep, I've got those like two that. bottles, but I had to buy a third bottle because there's no way I'm ever drinking either one of those. And I've got mm-hmm. it, and I am going to pop it right here. I got that cork out. Um, right. This is uh, batch three, and this is bottle 612 of 673. There's only 673, and honestly, um, I'm going to put this into a rocks glass tonight because it's one of those. Your bottle was six. What number was it? 612. Mine was 604. There you go. Well, this is the this is the one I went back for. And then let's see what's what's the bottle he signed here. Wow. Oh, I'm 603 That's here. So remember uh, when he signed it free? I think I'm 602 yeah. and 603, and you were 604. Look at the darkness and the richness in that glass, right? Yeah. Oh, the smell. This is unlike this is an eight year. Uh this is the oldest that uh that uh Luca Mariano has put out yet. So it's really kind of cool. Uh they went away again, so I'll just keep talking. Uh the festival was pretty damn uh exciting and really kind of cool. Uh there it just was the upgrades uh that they made. Uh the VIP was no longer too crowded. Uh, the area, they had 52 distillers. They were spread out nice, and the way that it was working was pretty cool that way. So uh, overall, the layout of it was set up good. Uh, as far as for podcasting, once again, we had talked about that from a podcasting standpoint, uh, the the setup there wasn't as good as, as for podcasting. But we were in the VIP uh, podcasting thing where the media went. So we got a lot of access to a lot of people. I got to sit down for the first time with uh, and and, and, Christy. and uh, good to see you. Yep, and uh, uh, I got to sit down. Christy with, watching. Yep. Hey, Christy. I got to sit down with uh, whiskey, and uh, we got to uh, sit down with uh, Fred No in the media tent. And uh, that day, uh, Whiskey, I think, don't you think that Fred was pretty much in a good mood and very animated? That's going to be, all right, now I sent... uh, Carl? Carl Henley's watching. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Carl Henley. Shout out to to Whiskey. (laughs) Carl Henley. (laughs) Whiskey's on the podcast with us. Yeah, there you go. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> uh, so that was a fun time with uh, that we had with, uh, you know, you guys locked up again. He, it's, he's got to be doing the locking up. But that's a fun time that we had with Fred No. So it was a really, really good time. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm just getting, getting wasted uh, here on my internet. So... I'll just keep recording. Uh, the other aspect of the the festival is we were able to uh, get enough bands so that between the media passes, so we were all able to go into the VIP media and we all were able to go into the VIP tent. It was a wonderful uh, festival. Uh, everything. It just you had so much access to uh, the actual. You had so much access to 
the distillers there. Uh, let's just go over. Recording in progress. Here we go again. So we're back. Um, so just you guys, I'm, I'm talking about the access that we had so we, we could get onto the bourbon on the banks. But at Kentucky Bourbon Festival, Super Nash, talk a little bit about the access that we had to all the distillers. I mean, the distillers that were there, it was amazing, all the different ones. They were there, and they weren't just there for a moment. They were there for the whole day in some cases, and, you know, yeah. going forward like that. Yeah, uh, it was amazing. Uh, all the ones that I got to talk to, I mean, it was just one after another. Uh, and, I mean, just several minutes at a time, you know, and just out and about. They weren't just standing in inside their booths. Uh, like in the past years, a lot of them, you know, they were inside the booth uh, signing the bottles. But it seemed like this year they were out walking about and experiencing the festival just as much as what we were. And uh, that's what made it so much more amazing because they were out uh, – Greeting, meeting, and greeting with all the festival goers, uh, you know, throughout the the complex, you know, and and that's what a lot of the people were saying that they liked a, a lot about the, this year's festival were being able to meet, not just have to stand in line, but they were being able to step right up and talk to the distillers themselves. Yeah, like that. I mean, we had Aaron Harris. Uh... All, yeah. all, all, all the whole. He was there for the 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 whole. He was there Saturday and uh, or Thursday night and and Friday all day. Friday, um, yeah. and we got to hang out with him. You had Steve Nally. He came over to the media tent. He was all over the place. You had uh, Fred and Freddie. No, were uh, if you didn't see them, they were signing bottles. They were up uh, up on stage. They were in the media tent. I mean, they the, the access, and then they did the Jim Beam dinner on Friday night that uh, me and Roxy got to attend. Now, uh, having the Crystal Decanter uh, VIP, uh, we had we had access to each and every one one person at to each and every one of the special. Uh, there was brunches and lunches and dinners and that type of thing. So we had access to that and. Uh, you got to go to the Michter's brunch, correct? That's what you were saying? Oh, there we go again. I don't know what to do. I'm going to text my wife real quick and get... Uh, here we go. Sorry. We're going to be going to Bourbon on the Banks in a second. The technical difficulties this time are, um, you know... It's kind of like it hits a choppy chop chop, and I might have to do some editing here uh, for the first time. I, I learned how to do editing uh, earlier this year, so I might just go in and edit, edit edit this a little bit better. But they'll be coming back on in a couple seconds, and I am tasting this. Uh, do that, but recording you know, in progress. I'm back. I don't. I don't know why I had 69 stuck in my head, but yeah, it was a 76 pot still jug. From uh, the uh, Pennsylvania Michter's Distillery before it burnt down, and uh, and as both of them said that uh, that was a pretty memorable moment moment for them, uh, for me to uh, think of them and to uh, open up something like that and share with them, you know. So you so you just jumped in on the Michter's part, um, and what you were taught. What I just want to let everybody know on the podcast, what you were talking about is when we did. Um, podcast with Dan McKee and Andrea Wilson, uh, we opened up a special little uh, ceramic drug. It, it was in such perfect condition. She made note so much about the cardboard being in good condition and then the, the actual ceramic. It looked like what you buy cheese carafes. It looked like a little cheese carafe that, you know, that ceramic thing where you put, but it was a whiskey jug, perfectly sealed and that was us. We got to share it with Dan and Andrea, and it was really kind of a special moment. And then you're you're under pressure for next year already. I I think yeah. you need to try and get one of those that King Tut that King Tut decanter full because I got to taste that one other time with Matt uh, Mayer. Yeah. But uh, if you get that, that would freak out. Remember, I said, well, you got those at at Michter's, and Andrea goes. But they're empty. 
yeah. So I'm already on the hunt for one of those. Uh, that would be special. Bring that Nashville. Find a go, go big. Get, get, a, get an original Bomb Burgers off of Brett. There you go. That would be awesome. Yeah, definitely uh, an original Bomb Burgers. And then we could put it up to next year's Bomb Burgers side by side. Maybe do a tasting with them. But that was a lot of fun. I've already got the pecan soaking in in my mictors. Uh, you guys all, uh, you, if you were watching the reels, the mi- pecans are soaking in the mictors, so we're ready to go with that. Look, I was looking through my dad's bottles, you know, the bean bottles, the Ezra and the JW Dent, and I've got one more JW Dent. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, Bar and Grill fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk, where me and my co-hosts sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar and Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby! Uh, lost him again. It's just, it's just unbelievable. I don't know what to do. I can't. This is, uh, it just must be my internet tonight. I've got all my devices shut off, not doing anything. So, anyways, uh, he'll talk about the. I uh, will talk about the JW Dan. But let's uh, get into now. We should get into a little bit of what's coming up. This is about Bourbon on the Banks week. So. <laughs> Uh, I think this is the first podcast that we're going to ever experience this kind of technical difficulty, but they keep popping in and I keep talking, so uh, this should amuse you. But I will switch. I'll get him to tell the story about the JW Dant as soon as he comes back, But and then we'll get on with uh, Bourbon in the Banks. So I'm drinking on this 86, uh, Ambassador 86, and this is a really good. This is good. It's probably the best celebrity bourbon that I've ever uh, drank and so excited about that. But Antonio Freeman, you know, I'm a Packer fan, and he has always been one of my my heroes. Recording in progress. So you're back. So hey, so go back to the J. You froze right as you were talking about. I was gonna get another JW Dant. So go review that for. I've got I've got one more JW Dant, old JW Dant. It's about a '68, and it's still full. And uh, I'm kind of, I think I, I wanted to can it because the cork on this one looks a little bit iffy, like it's, you know, ready. God darn it. <sighs> Can't get off of that. Let's see if I can get off. Of any. What else will use his internet? Oh, anyways. So they're they're gone. So let's just keep talking about the eighty six. Uh, the the notes on this. That's a very high rye. This could be my ring camera doing the same thing. I really like this. This has a bourbon, a sweetness, a pepper, a pepper, uh, peppery aspect of it. There's a the right amount of uh, just the right amount of uh, you know spice, so it's something Recording that I like. Progress. All right, so you were gonna decant it. So what happened? All right, so you had that's what you're thinking of doing is decanting it. That's where we're at. Well, it'll it'll be after. Yeah, I don't have time to mess with it this week, but it'll be probably after I get back from Bourbon on the Banks, I'll decide what to do with it. Okay. Yeah, I want to get up, you know, with uh, at Log Steel Distillery and open it this one up with uh, Wally and Lynn and uh, Charles. I That would be nice if we could, but we might have to go to um, Heaven Hill and do it. Man, come on. <sighs> So, anyways, uh, so we're gonna when he comes back, uh, we'll talk about we'll get right into uh, bourbon on the banks. But in between, I am gonna open up this. Uh, I've been excited to do this 
barrel proof. I believe, I gotta make sure I open up the right one. One's a private select. This is the C923. That's what I'm opening up. That's the third edition. This is 133 proof Elijah Craig. So, um, pick that up. All right. Maybe we can hold it together. I don't know. But let's try it. Well, I'm. I did the. I, while you guys were gone, I drank some of the Ambassador eighty six and gave it some notes. Prove but it. I'm gonna. It. I want to. Oh, prove it. Watch this. Yes. Prove it. I'm proving it. Here we go. How was it? Mm. I like it. It's got a corn rye spice. It's got mm-hmm. some fruit. It's got some oak. It's a. It's a. It's not a sweet bourbon, and you know. It's it's a bourbon man, a man's bourbon, but I'm opening up this uh, C nine twenty three. I was told that this was probably the best tasting bottle that there was. Like it's a hundred and thirty three proof. It's uh, Elijah Craig that was there, and I was told that it was the you know when they were tasting it, everybody just told me that this was the best batch. So I'm opening it now, and I'm going to put it up against what I remember Not on our barrel Distiller pick. Distiller's Row series? No, 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 no. The other one, the C923. Yeah, yeah. I got it right up right up behind me here. Yeah. I'm. This is the one. That, that Distiller's Row, I didn't open it, and I might. But this is, this is, I'm going to, I want to see what this is like. It's 133 proof. Our pick uh, of Elijah Craig and everybody know that we have a pick. Uh, it's out there. Uh, you could contact me, Facebook messenger me, and I could get you into the group for the pick. Uh, as far as, uh, pre buying, we're going to also be, uh, you'll be able to pre buy vouchers at the, the festival or, you know, the bourbon on the banks this weekend. Also, we will have a Venmo. We'll accept Venmo and you'll be able to get a voucher. And then you're looking at what uh, Whiskey picked up for me. He was just in Kentucky and picked me up one of those little bottles that he just put there. But in the meantime, I'm going to use this little Glencairn here and pour some in my little holder and pour some of this in here. Because says he, he loves the EC Toasted, and this one of his faves there, Whiskey. Who does? John Ritt. No. You were gone a couple of times. Me and Carl was talking about uh, he uh, he was sipping on some Elijah Craig toasted there. Tons of pepper. Some chocolate. This one's a chocolate bomb. I'm just, I don't think I ever got dark chocolate on a nose like I got on this. This is crazy. It's But it is ethanol. I mean, this 133, there's mint too. There's a menthol. But that 133 point, let's see, 133 proof. What, that's a high, that's C923 um, barrel proof. I mean, you're talking about barrel proof. You're talking about a batch that they mixed together and they kept it at 133. Think about how high those barrels had to be that they were mixing their uh, whiskey. Did you pick up this bottle? You're you're muted. Unmute yourself. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. There. There you are. Are you back? Yeah. Now I can hear you. Did you pick up one of these? Um, No. You know, uh, with the barrel pick coming out, Jeff, I was, since I got to taste that ahead of time on the pick, I, was, I said to myself, self, I'm, if I'm going to buy some Elijah Craig barrel strength, I'm going to buy the Scotchy Bourbon Boys one. That was a damn good tasting barrel. Yeah, actually, I'm going to tell you. Realize, your ass is like front and center on your camera there. Um, no and, and honestly, it's definitely your better side. Yeah, just leave that there. It matches your chair. <laughs> All I'm going to tell you is. This is 133 and it drinks not 133, but our pick blows this the fuck away. 
I, the reason I picked barrel or the, the toasted barrel tonight was I, I just kind of wanted something a little lighter, but uh, I, I was impressed with the amount of just good, hard, allocated bottles that you could just walk right up to, to the distiller at the festival and just buy. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was impressive to me. Um, I mean, I, I, I mean, EC toasted barrel, EC barrel strength. Um, you know, some of the cast strengths from some of the other distillers. But, you know, you, know, you, what, you, you talked a little bit about Bean and what they were dropping. Yeah, um, but that, that that Baker's 13, although it's $159.99, right? But that is something that's not even, like, allocated in this. And Ohio doesn't see it. You could have probably bought as many bottles as you want. It was their Friday, Saturday. It was their Friday and Saturday, and you could have been back in line multiple times. Don't you agree? Green Ross, the Baker's thirteen was a good. It was definitely a pour. I mean, but you know, not everybody that watches the podcast or listens to the podcast or watches us on YouTube uh, wants to go out and drop. Uh, you know, $200 on a bottle of Rare Perfection or 150 on a Baker's 13. So I kind of thought I'd grab one of these more approachable bottles and share that tonight because uh, it's fun to it's fun to throw those those $200 uh, dollar bottles around. I mean, hell, I, I, I came home with four Elijah Craig 18s. I mean, you're lucky if you see one in your life that is under $500 at a liquor store somewhere. Yeah, and to buy four at retail and bring them home was insane. I've been able. Yeah, to... I, I got. I brought home two of them myself. And yeah, I just realized too. This I brought home one. Craig nine twenty three is a thirteen year seven month old barrel proof. Yeah, that is why. Look at the color on. Oh yeah, and it and the legs. Look but at... I'm going to tell you, our nine year, the has has a oh, aspect. Wait, Hey Jeff, yeah, ours isn't nine year. Yeah, it is. It's a hundred. Yeah, it's a hundred and twenty. Yeah, it was hundred and twenty point seven, and it was eight years, um, ten months, and by the time it's bottled, it will be nine year. Be nine years. Yeah. Yes, it's a nine year. I could say a nine year because that's what it's going to be when it gets bottled. Me and uh, what was uh. Her name, I forget what what our uh, person, she, we basically talked about that. She said, yeah, it's going to, she at first wasn't sure. And then she's like, yeah, it's going to be. She goes, they tell you 12 to 16 weeks. And we are, I believe. Elizabeth? Elizabeth? Could have been. No. Anyways. (laughs) Just make shit up. (laughs) Yeah, I think it was uh, Michaela. (laughs) Michaela. So, anyways, all right. So we've caught, we've covered the festival. We covered this. The the I wish CT was here because he was able to cover that festival uh, from the craft distillery. Isn't it sad that we went down there on a Monday and we did not uh, stop? I mean, it was so weird. Uh, Nash, there you go. Are you, you're. Okay, so I lost. Whiskey is froze up, but you're not. Are you there, Nash? Oh, you're not? Wait, should I try that? Let's see. He just looks like he's froze up every now and then. He gets, now you're froze. No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Is that good? So do I, when I go, do I freeze up first before it starts? I have no idea. Yeah? Okay. So anyways, uh. You know, CT's been down there. It's great. Uh, another thing we did is uh, with Kenny Fuller's uh, intro, uh, we've uh, Bo Cumberland has basically took our intro and updated it, so we've got everybody in it. Hold up. I'd just like to say that uh, Ross Cornelison is here. Cornelison? And, uh, that's what I said. Cornelison? And he said the Baker's 13. Ah, oh, Damn. Damn, damn, damn. So we'll wait for him to come back uh what with Ross's comment. Uh once again, that was a that was some couple minutes in there, but we're gonna when we come back, we'll find out what Ross's comment is. And uh, I'll just tell you about this Elijah Craig 
barrel proof C923. No, I'm not tricking. I just did. Oh, they're going to come back quick. Compare. Ooh, that pulled off something. Oh, a 13 year. 133 proof. Wow. Ah. So that explains Matt's. Recording in progress. All right, so really quick. What did Ross say? All right, he said the Banker's 13 was fantastic. Freddie No poured me some, and it was worth worth the price, in, in my opinion. And then he says, thank you, Tiny. Yeah. And, and John Ritz said, effing Zoom, LOL. <laughs> and yeah. Then, uh, and then Ross comes back, and he says, Ohio problems. <laughs> well, I have no idea what the problems are tonight, but they won't happen again because uh, – you know, my my granddaughter will not be on her tablet, and my wife won't be on the, you know, on uh, Netflix uh, next time we do this. So they're gonna just have to sacrifice and and just stick with uh, straight yeah, direct okay. TV uh, instead of the streaming let's, let's service. Let's see how that. Let's see how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be every single podcast from now on is just gonna be effed. <laughs> Anyways, so let's talk about real quick. Um, this is Bourbon on the Banks week. All right. Uh, we got uh, whiskey coming down with his wife. You're coming. You're coming. You're flying in on Thursday night with Sherry, uh, which is awesome that she's coming. Uh, me and Roxy will be headed down Friday morning. I have been talking to Macaulay uh, Minton from... Uh, formerly of Wilderness Trail, and he now uh, has a distillery called The Dark Arts, and it's in Lexington. Now, he's going to be busy from 10 to 4 setting up because, obviously, he's going to be at uh, Bourbon on the Banks, and we're going to get to see Macaulay. But I was trying to get some place to go, so... Maybe we can meet him like eight o'clock in the morning at his place. Wake his ass up. I don't know. You can be there. I know I can. If I have to, I'll leave at one. Because I'm, you know, Lexington, it would be five hours or it's four forty for me. So if I left, if I had to be there by eight, I could leave at three forty five and get there by eight. So, um, We'll we'll wake up right by the airport. Yeah, in in but you're but you're in Louisville, so you're an hour away. Not a problem. I got to see what I can hook up. Maybe nine to ten. If that's nine to ten, that means I leave at you know four, and I get there by nine. No problem for us. And then uh, so we'll be in Lexington. Then what we could do afterwards, uh, we could go over to meet up with. Aaron from Happy Hour Liquor. Maybe we can see him there. Aaron Rothke. I believe that's his name. Correct? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff we could do. Hey, Whiskey, when do you plan on getting down? We're supposed... We all have to get... Bourbon 30 or... or Oh, Bourbon 30. That could be it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like making a blend. That's James Mattingly, uh, Bourbon 30, and they basically let you... about two years yeah i want to be there uh in, was in last year what what was that you guys went last year no 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 you went last year yeah we went hand. last year right before the festival that was when that was before the break <laughs> <laughs> yeah so why don't hey do you want to meet hey uh, so what are you doing whiskey to get down there i mean when do you have to do anything on fr- Friday? You drive in Thursday. What are, what are you what are you doing to get down there? Because at two o'clock we got to all be actually at the festival setting up with the tents and the tables and the chairs. And I am coming at lunch tomorrow. Got to come up there. We'll throw the shit into the truck. And if you want to go to lunch, we could. What do you think? Um, I'm about to lunch. What? I'll, I'll be here. You'll be there. I gotta. I gotta do somebody's review at one o'clock. So okay. So if I get there, I'll come up. 
uh, I, I want to, yeah, so I'll leave about 1130, get up there about quarter two. I mean, if you got to do someone's review at one o'clock, we could probably do a jerseys real quick, couldn't we? You doing a bourbon review? Mm, no, he, no. <laughs> he did his bourbon reviews uh, the last two days. He was just like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. What a lot of bourbon the last two days. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But then we're going to we're going to be down at Bourbon in the Banks. We'll set up. We'll do some party on Friday, and then we're gonna. So I'm thinking after we two to two to three. If we get there at two, we'll probably be done by four. We'll head over, check into the the mansion, the haunted 1800s mansion that we have. And you know, I don't know if we bring. Do I just want to show you what I got? I got this in the mail today, and I'm I'm just wanted to show you guys. Hold on. Is it your new thong you've been talking about? <laughs> Look at this. It better, it better not be your swimsuit. Look at this. Know what this is? Mansion's got a swimming pool. Know what this is? This is a bourbon bag. And it's full of bourbon. The only thing that would make it better is if like there was a side pocket that you could put bacon in it. So oh. this is this is full. It holds eight bottles of bourbon. I bought it off the it's the coolest bag ever. I've got really good surprises for you guys too. I'm uh, there's some good shit in this bag. You're like a mini one of those that I can have that you got for me. <laughs> but I purchased that. A smaller sack. And then I totally up I totally upped our game. Totally upped our game when it comes to coming in. I bought another leather camera bag so i got two leather camera bags coming in when, with the thing i'm we are going to we are it's gonna be great you're coming in instead of coming out yeah whatever i'm having some look at this look at look at i'm, I'm impressed that he's still coming yeah at, at almost 60 yeah exactly this I, I'm just gonna tell you I like this this bourbon this Elijah Craig, but our pick is got so much flavor. I will be it. it, it I seriously think it, people are gonna want that. It's a it's it is a oh, honey sweetness. This doesn't have any sweetness. This one is peppery and mm-hmm. hot. Not that it's, hot though for one thirty three. Yeah. But there's a little bit of chocolate and char at that 13 year. All right. So one last time and then uh hopefully when they come back we'll uh talk about uh bourbon on the banks and we'll get out of here as fast as we can. So uh that time we got a little bit of time in between and I really appreciate everybody. The other aspect of what we had at we they there was the Wow, you did come back without ever losing. You froze up just for a minute. We thought you were going to be gone. Yeah, I froze up and I came back. Wow, the, the, the tablet must be, she must have fell as, fallen asleep. So <laughs> also, I got this at the festival with my VIP. This was the Bardstown Bourbon Company uh, Kentucky Bourbon Festival pick. And it's signed by Steve Nally. You can see that right there. It's pretty cool. It's got the distiller's row. But that was only available. Now, did you get one of those uh, whiskey with your... Um, yeah, you got one too. So the it was available. Of course, got the, uh, got the... With the bottle, but I'm still waiting for the rest of my stuff to show up. Um, they ran out of big boy t-shirts and stuff, so... Yeah, I'm waiting for my t-shirt too. You did you get your uh your lanyard though, right? That was in the package. So uh Jeff, I did a bad thing. I opened my bottle of this uh toasted oak four grain from Woodford that I got uh, yesterday. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Now I'm freezing. Come on, come on, don't die. Bring me back. Bring me back. <laughs> 
He's going to have to give you a, the Woodford uh, thing. He's probably going to keep mine. So anyways, let's get that out of the way. We'll put Antonio right here, the ambassador. Anyways, we'll put that there. I'll be drinking water. I'll wait. Um, so anyways, uh, yep, I went away. Gonna reestablish. Uh, but Bourbon on the Banks. Uh, that was yesterday. Recording in progress. Wow, that came back a little bit quicker. Uh, all right. So if you are, uh, if you're thinking about stopping for Bourbon on the Banks, yeah, I would stop on the way in early. Yeah, because with everybody coming into town, I think it's going to be easy to pick off, and I don't think it'll last. So what? What? What were the flavors on it? I might have to, I might have to run there, run by there, uh, first thing uh, Friday morning. I'll have uh, hey, plus yeah. whiskey. I'll have the hundred bucks for you tomorrow. So I'll give you the money for the. Woodford, pick that up when I do that, and then also give you the money for the food that night. So, hey, uh, yeah, that's all right. It's all good. Hey, uh, whiskey. so they're making a big deal out of this bottle, Jeff. By the way, because it's the first one. Woodford yeah. usually features the name of their master distiller, and this is the word, first one with Elizabeth McCall on it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, what's he owe you a hundred bucks for? Well, I Two owe bottles. him for the bottle because he picked up one of those for me. He called me up and said, "Do you want one?" And I said, "Yeah." How much it is? A hundred bucks? No, it's not. Uh, I think it, it's uh, it's sixty plus tax. It works out to about sixty five bucks. And then, and then uh, the night uh, when we did the thing, uh, we split the chicken. So I still owe him for that. So I just give him a hundred bucks. Well, I'll give you, I'll give you seventy bucks for his bottle. I'll I'll, I'll 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 Venmo it to you tonight. That is that what you call that sexual move, Jeff? Split the chicken. Split the <laughs> chicken. Yep, that's what it is. All right, so let's the so we're going to be the Scotchy Bourbon Boys are going to be at Bourbon on the Banks. We're going to be selling uh, merchandise, uh, but Bourbon on the Banks is a Glen Karens. Yep, Glen Karens, sure. but but uh, t-shirts, Glen Karen holders. Yep, uh, the whole thing. Like what's on Jeff's neck? And we've yep. got the the bottle openers. Like now, now, just so you know, my wife has been sticking magnets to the tops. Hold the hold the, uh, the lanyard up, the Glencairn holder. Yeah. So you, you it's like it's like a, it's like a Glencairn thong. It's like a Glencairn thong. Yeah, it, what it does. Is allow you to go around to all the different places and get your tastings and not have to hold your glass. You get the whiskey and then you walk around, drink it when you want. It's just a kind of a nice thing. You got your water bottle, rinse it out a couple times. Uh, there's no doubt that this, this uh, when we went um, this past weekend, Ann Dimmick of OHLQ, uh, shout out to Ann, uh, met me at the... Uh, Ohio Craft Distillers Festival uh, in Delaware, Wisconsin, or Ohio. Uh, and it was at the Hemnick Farms, uh, which is a brewery. And they are a farm and they're a brewery, but they have this, this space to throw this uh, awesome whiskey festival. So all the Ohio whiskey festivals were represented and... Uh, me and Ann hung out and had a good time, but we had these lanyards. And I'm telling you, if you've got one of these, you're the talk of the festival. Because <laughs> cause mm -hmm. everybody's like, I want one. But this time at Bourbon on the Banks, if you're at Bourbon on the Banks, there's not a lot of them. But you get the deal. You get the glass and you get the lanyard. Uh, and you'll be able to go around and taste uh, different than anybody else at the, you know, everybody's going to, now I'm not sure yet if it's going to work with the glassware that they give out at Bourbon on the Banks. But I got a, I got a kind of an idea. Well, I think it would actually some, work. I think you can make it but work. But you'll have some Scotchy Bourbon Boys Glen Cairns for sale, right? Yeah, we got Glen Cairns, and there'll be a deal. Uh, the lanyard with the Glen Cairn. Uh, you know, so that'll be there. Uh, stop, can, stop by. All right, so we lost them one more time, and we're getting to the point 
where we are going to say goodnight, but I will wait for those guys to come back. Mm. This Ambassador 86, if you get a chance, you really want to pick up a bottle. It's got nice grain, chocolate, uh, malt chocolate there. And uh, it's an eight year, so it's really starting to pick up some of the of the um, the barrel. It's starting to pick up that nice flavor of the barrel. Uh, Luca Mariano is recording uh, in progress. Back all right, again. we're back one more time, but uh, let's. The, it's time to wrap it up. So, uh, yeah. so where are we at this weekend, Jeff? We're Turn. gonna be at Bourbon on the Banks and. Uh, Everybody come out and see Frankfurt, Kentucky. Yes. And uh, we will we will be represented. We'll have a tent there. Uh, I'm going to pick it uh, pick it up uh, tomorrow at lunchtime. Uh, we'll drive it down, set her up. And on Friday's a setup Friday night. If you could come down Friday night, uh, what happens in Frankfurt is a party. That's uh, going to be a party. It's uh, the Festival on the Streets, which is downtown Frankfort, Kentucky, right on Main Street. Mm. And it's a family fun-filled event. Uh, there's going to be uh, like live uh, circus-type uh, entertainment, walking around. And bands. Uh, performing their acts and stuff like that. Uh, there's going to be street vendors, food and entertainment, uh, lots of craft vendors and things like that. I so, Nash, I've seen you performing your acts out on the street, so that'll be perfect. <laughs> I, I'm not charging this weekend. <laughs> but uh, then uh, the festivals free for veterans. I believe the festivals one o'clock till six o'clock on Saturday, which uh, then we are headed over to the VIP after party, and then hopefully over to the Frankfurt. Urban Society uh, headquarters, where we'll uh, put put Amzie in in uh, in a, a, a fantastic uh, state of mind. Absolutely. <laughs> the only thing I gotta say is this year I don't really want a Waffle House experience on the level of Jim Gaffigan. I mean, it's so funny because that experience we were listening to it. He does a routine about Waffle House. And I don't know what to tell you, but it was dead nuts on the fact that every Waffle House does what what Jim was talking about. It's yeah. just like it was that night. I mean, I don't go to Waffle House very often, but he had it down. He has it down to exactly what our experience was that night. It was crazy. I've never, you know, a Waffle House on a Saturday night in Frankfurt or a Saturday night anywhere in the country is basically there are no bussers. You eat, you sit, you slide your shit over t- closer to the window, and the next hey, person sits down till the end of the Here's night Nick. is over. Glad you're watching, tuning in to us. Who is turning? Who is tuning in? Nate Weingar and uh, jo- John Ritt. Ritt said, "Good night, guys. Have have a great rest of your week." Yeah, thanks. Thank you, John, for watching. We really and talking and uh, listening. Uh, so. <laughs> Nate Nate Weingar uh, just tuned in and is watching. All right, excellent. So I think that's it for the podcast right now. Uh, it was a little rough and bumpy, but thanks everybody for listening. Uh, it's another <laughs> another what would you say? Another one in the books, right? So another one in the books. We're <laughs> thank you, whiskey. Thank you, Super Nash. Yeah, we're still holding in. Uh, remember, we're the Scotchy Bourbon Boys, www.scotchybourbonboys.com for all Scotchy Bourbon Boys things. T-shirts, Glen Cairns, we got them all there. And it's going to be at Bourbon on the Banks this year. Remember, we're on all podcast formats. Uh, we're on Spotify. We are on iHeart and Apple and any other podcast format that you listen to. If it's there, we're on it. And then also, we are on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and X. There we go. On X. So uh, remember, everybody, good bourbon equals good times and good friends. 
drink responsibly, don't drink and drive, and remember, go out there and live your your life on the edge dangerously. Tiny, super Nash, live your life. Whiskey, we're out. Little Steve-O will take us. Cheers, everybody. Thanks for watching. Oh, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. For if we don't find the next whiskey bar. I tell you we must die, I tell you we must die, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die. Hey, Scotchy Bourbon Boys fans, this is Alan Bishop, Indiana's alchemist of the Black Forest. So I'm tuning in here today to tell you all about the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute channel on YouTube. If you're at all interested in the art of distilling, whether it be home distilling or professional distilling, and the intense geekery that goes into that process, then check out the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute on YouTube. I promise you're going to learn something you didn't know before about the arts.